Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 18th of May. In a long-awaited announcement, the Congress Party announced today that Siddharmaya would be appointed as the next Chief Minister of Karnataka, with D.K. Shivkumar as his sole deputy in the upcoming cabinet formation. The decision was made by Congress President Malikarjun Kharge after extensive discussions following the party's victory on 13th of May. The swearing-in ceremony for the new chief minister, deputy chief minister and other ministers is scheduled for 20th of May and leaders from allied parties will be invited to attend the ceremony. The Congress party expressed their intent to secure the welfare of the people of Karnataka with both Siddharmaya and D.K. Sivkumar emphasising their commitment to working together. Siddharmaya tweeted that Congress party would function as a unified family to deliver a transparent and corruption-free government that prioritises the interests of Kannadigas. D.K. Shivkumar, in a similar tweet, affirmed the united focus on ensuring Karnataka's secure future and the welfare of its people. Today, Arjun Ram Meghwal, the Minister of State for Parliamentary Affairs, was appointed as the Minister for Law and Justice, replacing Kiran Rijiju. Rijiju, on the other hand, has been given the charge of the Ministry of Earth Sciences. The reallocation of portfolios was announced through a press statement issued by the Rashtrapati Bhavan. The cabinet reshuffle was advised by the Prime Minister and approved by the President of India. The statement stated, and I quote, The portfolio of Ministry of Earth Sciences be assigned to Sri Kiran Rijiju. Sri Arjun Ram Meghwal, Minister of State, be assigned the independent charge as Minister of State in the Ministry of Law and Justice, in addition to his existing portfolios, in place of Sri Kiran Rijiju. Unquote. While this move represents a promotion for Meghwal, it came as a surprise to Rijiju, a Lok Sabha member from Arunachal Pradesh, as his new portfolio is seen as a demotion. In response to the change, Rijiju updated his Twitter bio to reflect his new ministry and expressed gratitude for serving as a Union Minister of Law and Justice. He thanked the Chief Justice of India, the Judges of the Supreme Court, the Chief Justices and Judge of High Courts, the Lower Judiciary and all law officers for their support in delivering ease of justice in legal services to the citizens. Rijiju also mentioned his commitment to fulfilling the vision of the Prime Minister in the Ministry of Earth Sciences and conveyed his enthusiasm as a dedicated member of the BJP. In the money laundering case involving former Delhi Minister Satyendra Jain, the Supreme Court requested a response from the Enforcement Directorate regarding Jain's bail application. Besides issuing a notice to the ED, the bench of Justices A.S. Bopanna and Hima Kohli allowed Jain the freedom to approach the vacation bench of the Supreme Court for relief. During the hearing, senior advocate Abhishek Singhvi, representing Jain, highlighted the deteriorating health condition of the former minister, stating he has lost 35 kg weight and is suffering from various ailments. On the other hand, additional solicitor General S.V. Raju, appearing for the ED, noted their opposition to the bail plea. On 6th of April, the Delhi High Court had rejected Jain's bail application in the money laundering case, considering the witness's claim that he played a key role in the alleged crime as the conceptualizer, initiator and fund provider. The High Court expressed concerns about his influential position and the possibility of him tampering with evidence. The ED had arrested Jane in connection with the money laundering case, which originated from a CBI FIR registered against him in 2017 under the Prevention of Corruption Act. He was granted regular bail by a trial court on 6th of September 2019 for the case filed by the CBI. In 2022, the trial court acknowledged the prosecution complaint 
filed by the ED against Chen, his wife and eight others, including four firms related to the money laundering case. The Supreme Court has requested a response from Delhi police regarding the bail plea of former GNU student Umar Khalid in a UAPS case related to alleged conspiracy behind the Delhi riots in February 2020. The bench of Justices A.S. Bopanna and Hima Kohli issued a notice to the Delhi government and granted them six weeks to respond. During the hearing, senior advocate Kapil Sibyl, representing Khalid, pointed out specific dates and stated that he was not present at the location during the incident. The bench acknowledged the notice and scheduled the hearing of the case after the Apex Court's summer vacation, which starts on the 22nd of May and concludes on the 2nd of July. In his appeal, Umar Khalid has challenged the Delhi High Court's decision to deny him bail in the UAPA case, for which he has been in custody for over two years. Last year, on 18th of October, the High Court rejected his bail plea, stating that he had ongoing communication with the other co-accused and that the allegation against him appeared to be true based on prima facie evidence. The High Court also classified the actions of the accused as terrorist act under the UAPA. Umar Khalid, who was arrested by the Delhi police in September 2020, has sought bail on the grounds that he played no criminal role in the violence and had no conspiratorial connections with any other accused in the case. The Delhi police, opposing Khalid's bail plea in the High Court, argued that his speeches were carefully calculated and raised issues such as Babri Masjid, Triple Talaq, Kashmir, the alleged suppression of Muslims and the CEA and NRC. Listeners, the media industry is changing around the world. Many are forced to close due to a failing business model, some under government pressure and some are acquired by moguls who intend to masquerade propaganda as journalism. The Indian media ecosystem, too, is under pressure, with news organisations facing legal cases and government scrutiny. A new series of reports, commentaries and videos will explore these issues. Help us tell these stories by contributing to the Press Freedom Fund. The deadline is 31st of May. We're able to bring your reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. The leader of Thailand's progressive Move Forward Party, Pita Lim Jaironrath, expressed confidence in building more support and forming a stable and balanced government. Pita, speaking at a press conference alongside an alliance of eight parties holding around 313 seats in the lower house, said that a committee and a negotiation team were working to secure the necessary seats for a stable governing alliance. Pita emphasised that his coalition was taking shape and had a clear roadmap towards achieving his goal of becoming the Prime Minister. Him and his allies believe they have a mandate from the electorate to end nearly a decade of conservative army-backed rule in Thailand. Although the alliance has gained two additional members and three more seats, it appears to be short of the required 376 votes from the 750-member bicameral legislature needed to elect a Prime Minister and form a government. The challenge lies in securing support from the 250 members of the Senate a chamber appointed by Junta after a 2014 coup which has historically sided with the army-backed parties. Despite the electoral success of Move Forward and few Thai parties, the formation of pro-military minority governments supported by the Senate remains a possibility. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. 
you too can be part of changing the news model go to newslaundry.com/subscription be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent for the smoothest news laundry experience download our app watch our shows listen to our podcasts read our reports stay informed pay for news protect democracy save the world